All right, welcome to the Benjamin Hamilton Show. I'm your host, Benjamin Hamilton, and with me today is my friend, uh, Nathan Gresham. He is a writer, producer, and director, and he is making a film, and we're here to talk about that today. It's called Forest for the Trees, and he's using immersive technology. Yeah, we are. And um, so welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thank, it. Yeah, so glad you wanted to do this, and I'm really excited about your idea, and that's why I wanted to have you on and uh, share this experience with lots of people. So. Absolutely. Um, so first of all, let's talk about you. Me, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> so where are you from? I. Uh, funny thing is, I am from a tiny town in northern Minnesota, which I mean, the town is it's named it's Faustin, Minnesota, and I often get. Was it me Boston? I'm like, no, I pronounced my own hometown right. It's Boston. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a tiny town with one stoplight. It has one little movie theater in it. And oh, wow. I mean, we had, there's like seven churches and one bar. It's pretty, it's pretty much your, your, your typical cliche small town in the right. Midwest. Right, yeah. yeah. So, I can relate. Yeah, it's. Except for I grew up with a couple of theaters. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, you, uh, you're the one up on me. Right, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, it was it's one of those places where you know you kind of go just to raise a family and and that's about it, right? You know, so right. cheap enough to raise a family. It is hard to achieve your dreams. It is, uh-huh. and and one of those places where like it almost forces you to find your dream too, because I mean, if your dream is to have kids, man, it's easy. Right. Not easy, but it's it's. You, look, you just look around, and that's what everyone's doing. It's a little easier. Yeah, the tools are there. Yeah, the creativity on the side of things is a little less. Right. I would say. I mean. We had one radio station in town, and um, country. It was uh, very country. <laughs> it's actually Christian and country. Oh, okay, yeah. So we, they had the Christian radio station on the FM, and then the country radio station on the AM. Okay. Now, from being from Minnesota, I don't really hear an accent from you. Uh, that's yeah. That's one thing. I mean, if I say the word Minnesota, people, people hear <laughs> I the start O. To hear it there, yeah, yeah, the O, the long O is what gets gets it. Uh, to be noticed, but uh, moreover, it's I, I think that like my, my dad too. My dad's from the south, and you would never know it. Yeah. Um, it's not until we cross the border to the south that all of a sudden <laughs> the, the y'alls, <laughs> yeah, the y'alls and the yonders get get, get you know strung I in. I still say y'all. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's it's but it's easy. It's just me. It's so. just, well, it's just lazy talking. Yeah, that's what Americans are good at. Lazy that's talking. True. That's true. Yeah. Lol. Lol, indeed. Um, so you're from there, and how did you get? Out to L.A. Because uh, I met you, of course. Uh, we both worked at Hard Rock Cafe yeah. in Hollywood. The Hell Rock Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's That's an interesting story, too. I went to, um, I graduated high school, went to college in a town 45 minutes away from my hometown. So, oh. yeah. And it's this, another small town, but it's obviously much, much bigger than where I came from. Did you from. get a degree? I did. I got a, a Bachelor of Science degree in um, mass communications with an emphasis in electronic media, which means... Great. I'm a bit of a tech nerd. Well, that's good. We but, need tech nerds. Yeah. So, oh, as I can tell from yeah your equipment here. So we have. Uh, I mean, I was I was holding a camera when I was 18. I was actually my first official like film related, video related job was working for the local news as a uh, sports highlights guy. Wow. So that would, is a small town. You're ready to go right into the local news. Exactly. So it's you know the, the funny thing is the the local news was broadcast on PBS, which is the only local news broadcast on PBS in the U.S. Wow. So that was one of the things that it's like you know that's how small town it is because they have to have PBS in these small towns. Right. So that's how they get the news out to them. So they had wow. to, uh, they had offered on that channel, and I would uh, like even before college started because I did it when I was in college and I was in high school doing it. And they would, I would drive the, you know, the the KTLV or whatever the van was, well, that's cool. and drive it around to little high school towns and shoot their football game for 15 minutes, and oh, then nice. drive to the next town. I actually used to shoot uh, football games, oh, yeah? but not for any news. It was mm. for the high school to study the players. I actually did that too. That's why. That's why and I, I loved following that ball and just trying to sure. come up with really cool views. My my, I did the exact same thing, which is funny. Um, but my coach would get so mad at me because. I would like zoom in on the, like, I the yep. running yep. and like because because no we want a wide shot always to see so what I everyone's doing. The excitement, <laughs> yeah. You know. So no, I did the same thing. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I did that for uh, a few years, and I actually got a nickname because I was the only one that ever did it more than one semester. Because a lot of times kids did it for class uh, credit. Credit, yeah. 
And so my... But the, you were a tech geek. You, yeah, wanted, to do the, it. you yeah. wanted to be in charge of that. So, I mean, it was cool because I'd go out, I'd shoot, I'd come back, I'd edit the video, I would write up a shot list, oh, and wow. then the, the sports broadcaster would read what I wrote and air it on TV that night. That's cool. So now, do you still have some of that footage? Um, I have somewhere. I have because they a VHS. Yeah, it was a VHS, yeah. and it's somewhere. I have it in a box somewhere. Um, but my the news director called me the legend because I was the only one that stayed longer than one semester. Well, and uh, no, it was fun. Legend's a good thing. Yeah, and then that rolled over into the the college TV station, which was uh, KBSU because there's Bemidji State University, so. Um, and we would do uh, sports like basketball, football, hockey, and me and my roommate, he was the producer, I was the director, and we'd sit in front of the switchboard and, and tell kids that have never held a camera before how to shoot. Oh, wow. So it's, it's something that's and always again, been there. And again, you were, what, 18? Or? I was, I, well, I started when I was 18, and then we worked our way up, so I did it for uh, almost five and a half years um, in some facet or another working with it. So, wow. And then I decided to get the hell out of that northern Minnesota environment and um, find opportunities yeah so I graduated college and I had a couple friends living in Vegas and this was like 2007 and CSI was like the biggest show on television so yeah. we uh, I was like you know what I'm gonna see what what's going on out there because they're calling it the new Hollywood because every yeah. like every channel you flip to Vegas was in the yeah. background yeah and so I called up a couple of production houses and they're like yeah we need people it's constantly cheaper. yeah you know, I was in California intimidated the hell out of me. Let's just be honest. Small yeah. town kid then going to the where I can I, understand know. that. Yeah, yeah it's, it was intimidating. So I was like, I'm going to ease my way into it a little bit. Probably so, wise. Didn't have a job. Didn't have a place to live. I packed up my car and I found someone on Craigslist and said, you know, oh my got gosh. a room. Yeah. When Craigslist was safe. Mm, yeah. Safer. Yeah. yeah. Safer. Yeah. Um, and then I just packed up my car. My car blew up halfway through and I had to get a different car. And oh, drove that. Don't you love being an adult? Yeah, sure. It was. It was. It, hey, it was. It was an adventure that I'll, yeah. like, I'll tell stories about like this. Yeah, there you go. And there you go. yeah, so then I moved to Vegas, and my first month there, I was working on the MTV Video Music Awards that were in Vegas. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, I got a couple gigs on a show called um, on some HGTV shows like Secrets at Cell and some of the other ones, and then the economy crashed, and it all went away. Yeah. <laughs> and it was back to restaurant gigs and mm. trying to survive, which is where I started at Hard Rock was in Vegas. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you transferred out to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So that, get, that helped you. That's, there it is. It helped me get from A to B. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> so. and then now you uh, don't work at Hard Rock anymore, so you're not waiting Thank tables anymore. Nope. Um, uh, it's better, better life. And you're able to work more on your creativity. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I've always been working on it. I mean, there's, it's, I mean, I was in Vegas with a, a group of guys, and we started doing some short films and some really fun stuff. And actually, this project that I'm working on now, the Forest Project, um, is uh, evolution of an idea that we had in Vegas. And so now we're incorporating that into it. It's completely changed. The story's completely different. Right. But the initial like, nugget of an idea was back right. in Vegas, and I've followed it through since then. So it's like, you know, it's been three, four years now. Actually, no, five years from that when, wow. when I moved. So um, real quickly, before we get into the actual film that sure. you want to make, and, and you will make, so now we just want to get people to be a part of it. Yeah, that's a, that's a big part uh, for me. Um, but just because I'm interested, uh, one of my favorite genres of all time is horror. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the horror, um, you know, a little bit of suspense genre, um, thriller. Those types of movies are the movies that made me want to work at becoming an actor and be yeah. involved in films. Those movies were the ones that I always say, how do they do that? Yeah. Like, I just want to know. Like, you know it's not real, but it's real enough to make you go, man, I, you know, I want to I be in that movie or I want to yeah. be part of that because it's just something you just... It's the grand illusion. You just can't see. It's, it's, it's it is. It's a magic illusion. trick. Yeah, it is, totally. Oh, it, is, it is. If you can quantify magic, it is filmmaking. Totally. Um, so what are some films that impacted your life that made you pursue what you're pursuing now? It's, that's actually a really interesting topic because I'm not... Um, I actually don't like most horror movies. Yeah. And the reason why is I think is my brain is a little bit different than most folks in that I'm very pragmatic, practical, logical. So it doesn't, it, it, I, I don't have as an easy access to the suspension of disbelief, mm. which a lot of horror movies need you to rely on right. for, that, for the story to ingratiate. You got to get lost in yes. it. Yes. And for me, and it's You're always been more like this. I see... I mean, my, I've been to theaters, I've gone to horror movies over and over and over again wanting to have that 
feeling that people have. Right. And it's almost like a, the drug that you can't find. You know what I mean? Like you, you've heard all these great things and you want to taste that, you know, yeah. get that feeling. And you can't ever get that high because right. your brain tells me that it's not real. And, right. I, and as much as I know about film and things like that, it, it just kind of, it's sad. It's like, I want to capture that. So, so here's my question with mm -hmm. this film. Are yeah. you going to be able to capture that? knowing what you're looking for, and will you finally have those feelings? That's where this movie basically comes from, is the fact that I've never been scared necessarily by these movies that are scary, supposedly. Right. And, I mean, I remember going to the theater and seeing, like, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and and the whole audience, everyone is the dun 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 and the suspense music builds up, Right. it cuts out, and then boom. Right. Everyone around me is three feet off in the air, <laughs> and I'm looking around like, "What are you like? Uh, did you not hear the thing? Like, it's all formulatic yeah. in my mind." I was telling you what's going to happen. Yeah. So, with this project, is what we're trying to do is to kind of involve the audience into it more in a way that's really never been done on the screen, like the cinema screen, right. as well as able to manipulate it later on when you watch it uh, or to download it later. So we want to, we kind of want to bring a new level to the, the, the style of filmmaking and, and bring in technologies and techniques that have never been used before on this grand of scale, as well as never, have just literally never been used like this before. So yeah. there's now, a lot of cool parts to it. Now, you, here's the interesting thing. You know, you were talking about how you go into these movies and you don't necessarily get scared because you kind of are on the technical aspect. There are a lot of people that are listening to this are those people that do love sure. horror movies and do get scared, but they don't understand the technological aspect. Yeah. But there's a lot of technology being involved in your film, and for them to get really excited about helping get this project moving forward, um, how do you explain to someone who's... Uh, a novice? <laughs> you know, t yeah, a novice or... It, technological um it's the technology side is more of the vehicle yeah so it's the I, in my mind i relate it to everyone knows how to drive a car right not everyone knows how to fix a car right no one knows you know, the parts involved in the car so that suspension of disbelief will be there immediately right and it'll be a ride but what you'll learn as you go through the story is how we're telling the story is a little bit different from anything you've ever seen but it's not unfamiliar so the cool thing about this style is, is we're kind of playing with the audience's senses, the ones that we can play with. Interesting, yeah, right. So audibly and visually. So there'll be a lot of suspense driven based on those two senses. So if I take one away and give you one, it may not be as good as the one you want to see or hear. Right. So yeah. we'll be playing on that a lot, which is a fun aspect. And I think that's going to bring up the suspense and make it almost as realistic as if you were in that environment right. as you can possibly have. And I, and I have to say, you know, being a horror film buff uh, or, you know, suspense thriller, those types mm -hmm. of movies that have me guessing or, I, you know, do have those thrills. Um, I, I, I love all those types of movies, but I will say lately in Hollywood, the movies yeah. that do get released are not scary anymore. No. And it's the, they're the reboots and it's the, the sequels that they hope to make more money from, and they're just not adding anything to the production to yep. make it even more scary or to... They're making a, an, an idea look a little better cinematically. It's basically right. what a lot of these are doing. And they're trying to give one new niche or one twist on the idea. Right. To, to, and that's the basis of it. That's the basis to, you know, they're, they're selling these ideas to the studios saying, hey, we're gonna, we want to do this, but here's, what, here's how we're going to change it and make it look cool. Right. And the studios are eating it up because... Evidently, because... Well, I mean, this is, the, this is the genius of the studios, and this is where our film kind of separates itself, is the marketing on those older movies has already been done. Yeah. They're playing off of that previous marketing. Yeah. And... And it's, it's starting like, to get boring, to it's be start, It's literally, it's, it, it's, it's overboring. I think everyone's yeah. kind of over it. Yeah. But the trick is people still go see them. Yeah, because we, we still want that thrill, we, just we, like you would go to an amusement it, park. You want it, that. You want that experience again. You want to relive yeah. that moment. Exactly. But anytime anyone, like, I just went to see Back to the Future again at yeah. the Cinespia. It was oh, yeah, amazing. So, yeah. It, was, it was fantastic. <laughs> and that, I love that movie. Yeah, there's just, all I'm, of them. All three. Is, I'm a huge, huge fan. But what's great about those movies is they kind of there's a life lesson in there too. Is you can't relive a moment and experience the same way yeah. because you're different. Right. So when these movies change and you've grown up, it's not going to be the same childlike wonder you had. And the characters have to evolve. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it can't be the same no, girl be, running down the street exactly. with her, you know, tight top and, yep. you know, getting exactly. stabbed in the chest, but then coming back alive mm-hmm. to, you know. Yeah, I mean, the the great thing about this era is, and it's basically a lot has to do with technology, is people are smarter. That's true. They're you know, smarter, that's, and, that's and they, can't be, they can't be tricked as easily with cinematic, you know, editing tricks and, and you know, sound design. Um, but at the same time is they still can if you adapt right. that technology to fit a new mold. So if anyone's listening to this and you like horror mill films and you like suspense and you like thriller and you like to figure out what's going on but you get twisted at the end yeah. and you, 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 know, you get scared. If you like scary movies, you know, I've sat down with Nathan before this interview just talking a little bit about it and already he's talking about really great things and I'm so interested in seeing the final product. So I, I hope everyone <laughs> does support this film. Um, yeah. So let's talk more about uh, the film. Sure. Uh, Forest for the Trees. Um, first of all, why the title, Forest for the Trees? Um, the title is, it's, it's one of those things where it kind of hit me all at once. There's been previous uh, names for the film. We've gone through a bunch of them. And this one hit the most home because the story itself is... It's a, it's a tale about humanity. I mean, it's one of, that's what it boils down to. It's nature and humanity and, and kind of the crossroads that can happen. And our separation from nature and all these things. And if you look at our daily lives, we don't really focus much on the details anymore. We're very much in a fast pace, get it done, what's on TV, what's, you know. Yeah. So we don't focus on the little things. And the, the saying, you, that person doesn't see the forest for the trees. You're correct. Yeah, that's is, true. It plays a place on that. And so... Our, the title for the film was very, very much a statement in what the the plot will kind of evolve to throughout. And kind of what Hollywood's not doing. Exactly. Not paying attention and, to the details. And that's, 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 a big, that's a good note because for us, is this is a very, 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 very independent project. This yeah. is something that we've tried to go the standard route. And it is it, sometimes too original <laughs> can be a thing. Right, it's, it's scary it's, to do it's something. It's scary to something that's never been Absolutely. done before, and these studios, no pun intended. I mean, yeah, these studios and these people with these money guys, they're not creative. They're right. they're looking it's at all the about the money. Yeah, but the way we've designed this film is to be not only economical, but utilizing things that will save money in the production, but not only save money in the production, it'll change the way productions are done. In my mind, I'm right. I'm bringing in things that no one's really done before. I'm bringing solar into filmmaking. That's great. Um, we have these, this technology that exists and that we want to bring it in where it's instead of a loud generator that's pumping gas all day long and has to be on for there to be power and, right. and someone manning it, that's odd man hours right there, is, and since this movie shot primarily, a large majority of it will be shot at night, um, we can't have loud generators running, we can't have you know, all these noise, so we intend to collect solar power and wind power throughout the day and either in combination with the generators or completely solo is charge a ba- bank of batteries that will be utilized wow. over, uh, throughout the night. Um, it is th- as simple as your, you know, you can get a solar panel and you know, plug it in your house and it charges a battery bank and then when you need that power, you utilize it. Yeah. And a lot of our gear is prosumer and up. So it starts out with things that you and I can access as just normal consumers. Um, so they plug in with to a normal outlet, and you can get these little AC converters, and and it's it's actually really easy. And I think that's one thing that this this film industry could use is a little bit more love when it comes to cost of that's true. environmental stuff. And they, and, maybe they could, you know, if they could cut down on costs in some ways, yeah. they could maybe invest in people that are generating more original content, and they're not afraid of taking well, those chances. The other thing too is these studios are all contract. So they have these these long running contracts with these certain you know um, people that have invested interest in making sure that the the formula doesn't change in how you make a movie. Right. I mean, when you see how, how much money is spent on things like contact lenses or right. or I mean you know waters for the cast and crew. Yeah. I they, mean, it's, they just it's shove out the money. Yeah, yeah, it's just bottle waters for everybody, right. and then by the end of the day, you have a thousand bottle water uh, bottles empty, and yeah. you know it's just going into garbage. Yeah. So we are trying to get this to be not just to be cliche and like do it green, but it's to a do it better. Yeah. And b it's use your money wisely too. You absolutely. I would rather use my money, you know, for other things. Yeah. The technology that really matters, as opposed to That's some the of the little things. It's it's one of those things like and if if this can catch on and these and we can develop a whole new market for you know a better way to do the same old thing 
And that's one thing too. These product, these studios and, and large companies, they don't have any interest. Kind of, it's kind of like battling the the status quo in a it way. Is, you know, which is what I love to do. Yeah, which is great. I, I'm inspired by that. I know one person who's talking about, uh, you know, the status quo is actually people in the presidential election right now. Sure. So it's quite interesting. But anyway, that's a different topic. Um, so, what is the film about? Give us a little synopsis about what we expect. To see. The movie is uh, it's an interesting tale. It starts off with it's basically about a group of paranormal investigators who um, they're shooting a reality show web series essentially that um, about their cases that they go on, and they the show that they're shooting is entitled Chasing Spirits because the two lead characters are bartenders during the day and then they go ghost hunting at night and it, it basically it starts from them working inside of a haunted bar, and so this. They've now, is this bar into, in the woods? or this, No, this bar is in Hollywood. It's actually okay. in L.A. Okay. And so their show is, basically the, the backstory would be that they're, they're sh they shoot the show and they're trying to get bigger and bigger cases to get more and more followers and likes and get the, the right. web series to get more, to get some funding. And so it's, it's very much kind of what, the, what we're doing in the film side, <laughs> inside the story they're doing as a web series, right. um, which is... A, a great idea for a web series, but um, and which we actually might we actually were thinking yeah, about pursuing that would be, yeah, that'd be um, cool. either as a sequel or a prequel. as a prequel. Yeah. So yeah, so um, but beyond that, they're they're on a case with it lies in this forest. It's called the Malum Forest. It's the Sequoia National Forest. Um, they are told or they hear of the story of people going missing constantly in this place, mm -hmm. and so they decide to make that one of their bigger cases to kind like of people like, are going hiking in the forest and they disappear. There's to the point where there's, there's loggers that have been logging and doing some things on the forest. And then oh, yeah. they send scouts out to find a new tree section to cut down right. and then the scouts go missing. Then right. the search party goes missing. So like it's large right. amounts of people just that don't come back. Yeah. And the idea is that it's a legendary kind of tale where you just don't go in the mountain forest. Right. And so over time, the, you know, people are like, yeah, it's just a story. And they go in and, they go missing and then it's brought back to life again. So we're on the, the back end of that story becoming more and more less myth, more reality. So they go investigate because they feel like they have a, a show to shoot and B they have new technology that can help them see in the dark with thermal imaging and infrared and all sorts of new stuff that they're, they're bringing to the table that no one's attempted yet. Right. To find if these people are out there or if there's something else out there, Rumored to be, you know, serial killers and, you know, yeah. like um, sinkholes and things like that. That people that, you know, right. they can't send out people to go look for them when they don't come back. So they're risking their lives, but they're also realistic in the, the fact that it's probably nothing more than something natural. Right. So, but they find something more than they bargained for. And then the story unravels. And we'll know when we exactly. watch. We don't know what it will be, but exactly. that's something to look forward to. So um, to get this film going, um, well, before I would talk about that, one of the cool things that you brought in today is to show me one of the cameras that you'll be using. Yeah. You'll be using several of these cameras. Um, explain this technology because it is, let me just tell you guys, it's phenomenal. It's, it's amazing. Um, I've never seen anything like it. And I just wish you could be sitting here and play with it like I did. But... Um, you'll get a chance to if yeah. the film becomes yeah, this is reality. Yeah, this so. is a part of it. Yeah, so we are in incorporating into our film um, a new technology. Um, it's basically 360 filmmaking. So the idea is there's, this, there's these 360 cameras that allow you to not just view one section of the reality, that the, right. the, the, the view of the world. Because so, usually in films, you get yeah. one to maybe four cameras at the most. Yeah, to tell different perspectives. Right. Whereas if I were to take a globe, like a, a ball in the center of the room, and you could live inside of it, yeah. and just by turning your head around, you can see what is behind you yeah. or in front of you. Yeah, that's, at all times. That's what these cameras enable us to do. So they're, what they're doing is they're capturing all of this information at the same time. And then software can then unravel it in different ways. One of the ways that it'll unravel is you can actually do it in basically like a dome shape. And anything that the camera sees, and you can move to the left or the right or up and down, you can see that perspective almost like your phone or your computer or your tablet or a window. And you just move that window around to yeah. see what you haven't seen before. So the idea will be is you go to the film, 
and this is the movie theaters hypothetically right. if we get that far, which right. is our goal. Yeah, you're gonna get that far. Um, we are. Be playing in your own hometown, that one screen. Right, the one yeah. screen, <laughs> and you'll see the movie. And then after the movie's done, after we've told you the the tale from this perspective, we want you to see it in. Right. You can then go home, download the movie, and potentially see it in a new way right. with little Easter eggs hidden throughout. Or right. you'll be able to see in the dark where our cast and characters won't be able to right. see. Or you, where you think the camera and uh, you know the, it, on a movie set you have the cameras all set up so yeah. you think the camera is, you know, w looking at the you know the lady on the bed. Sure. But when you're at home, you can turn around and see that there's not a film crew there, and yep. you're still in that room, so yeah. you can see what could possibly be in her room or whatever. So it, not only is it a really cool way to tell the story, it's a very challenging way to film it. <laughs> yes. It sounds complicated. It is, it is a very complicated process, but it's also something that's been very thought about. But it's about. very simple to move around. It's so very easy. It's for the viewer, it's very interactive and you'll. it feels very easy to do. It doesn't feel complicated as a person exactly. looking at it. Not know? to insult the elderly folks of the world, but yeah. this is something that grandma can do. It's yeah. not a, you know, there's no special app you need. It's, it's the, the software is built into things like YouTube. Uh, Vimeo is now done in, yeah. I think Facebook, you can do it on it too. It's all being incorporated by, by the technology because everyone sees it as the, the next window. Oh yeah, I, I totally, you know, we want to. Like I'm seeing it before it happens. It's yeah, really cool. we, we want to bring that into a, a larger audience and, and make it um, well, a little the, more The interesting thing about this is uh, earlier this week, I noticed uh, Hunger Games is coming mm -hmm. uh, to LA uh, the, you know, the next one in the series, the last one. And at the Cinemark theaters, they're opening up a brand new yeah, theater where it's, it's kind of a panoramic view. Two, it's three panels, yes. all different angles. So I could kind of see almost that would be just unreal if you eventually could get, you know, a 360 feel, which you said, actually, once you download this film uh, via your phone, smartphone, tablet, tablet you computer. can plug it into this Google Cardboard. Yeah box and wear it as if you it's basically, are it's a, it's, submerged into the film. It's a very easy way to do virtual reality. It's the it's a very economical way. Um, our plan too is to actually build our own and market our own um, uh, Google Cardboard goggles that are forced for the trees. You yeah. put your phone in and now you do virtual reality inside the movie. That would be really cool. So the fun part is, is this is the reason that one of the reasons we want to do this film the way we want to do it is it's a way to see inside of a world that we were trying to put you in. It's yeah. the most, it's the most enveloped and immersive way to see a movie yeah. and in include the audience and tell them, Hey, look, this is, this is the world we put you in. You look around and see what you like. I think all film buffs, anyone who likes to see a movie would enjoy this technology. But I also think anyone who loves scary movies and wants to see something that is challenging the status quo and see something that they've never seen before, but yet have that eerie, yep. somewhat familiar feeling Definitely, this film sounds like it's gonna and the, be it. The the cool thing about it too is the way with the sound design and all that stuff too is you'll be hearing things that are you know. Yeah. So how are you doing the sound? Do you hire uh, someone who's doing orchestration? Or so are we really we are actually the the plan is right now it may change once we've done the edit, but right. this is as of right now we are telling the tale in almost real time. So that's a new thing for the film world too is. Like these found footage movies, like, oh, someone found these tapes lying around and we chopped them together and now this is the story. Right. This is an evolution of that. This is the next thing from that, which would be we're telling the story in semi real, real time. Um, we'll have time lapses in the middle to kind of give their balance. But the idea right. is, is, is you're watching this happen as it happens. Right. It's almost like you are, almost like I call it the, the film god, and you actually can see and pick and choose what yeah. angle you're telling the story from. As a viewer, you'll be able to okay, so now I'm telling it from this angle. Okay, now we switch to this one. So that's part that's going to build suspense too because right as something's going to happen, we can switch right. and tell a story from a different angle. Now, on your um, soon-to-be website, mm -hmm. um, will you have a spot where they could perhaps see what the technology you're going to use so they can kind of maybe click on a mouse yep, and kind of see do, what you're... We'll do some videos, uh, some 360 videos. I've kind of shot some already, but the potential is because we're basically with the cameras that I have now we're basically learning what they're capable of and seeing right. and we're kind of pushing it a little bit right. um, the camera that I brought with me today is actually modified for night vision um, so it's not something you can buy off the shelf right so there's there's tricks to it that are we're developing but the cool part is is these are cameras you can literally pick off the shelf and run and go 
Um, it doesn't take much to, to utilize them. They're basically the size of a GoPro. You know, and which, here's the thing what I like about this is here's, you know, somebody who, um, regardless of how technological, you know, geekish yeah. you are, you do have the creative side, you know, sure. to, to do all this. And I feel like in Hollywood, it's, it's such a closed, even though it's a small industry, it really yeah, is small. Really people is. don't, people, people it's, think it's a huge industry. It's, it's really it's small. Not. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's a handful of people that rule the world. Right. And it's, it's people in LA that come out to LA and want to be an actor or they want to be a writer or a director or they want to do sketch shows or whatever it is. I feel like, and I've said this in other podcasts, I feel like those people that stay in LA the longest yeah. and that have success are people who are creating, creating themselves without having to rely on yeah. some big studio just to try to get a project going. Yeah. You know, it's, it's they a start make, creating it's a make your own world world. And, and they start networking. So um, what do you think are some struggles that people have in Hollywood? You know, you're, you're, you're getting this thing rolling, but what are some struggles that if people are listening that aren't, you know, are inspired to start creating their own work, what, what are those obstacles that you run into? I think into? Uh, me and my team uh, have experienced, not only in this project, but other projects that we've worked on, is a major struggle is getting everything ready to a point where you want to even show anyone. Yeah. It's a lot of work, and there's no, there's no formula. There's a thousand and one books on how to make a movie. Right. But right. there's no one that says, hey, do you have a movie? I want to make it. Yeah. That doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. It's, you have to either knock on a thousand and one doors and then start over because that door, that, that road was the wrong road to be on because it's, you know, it's all about, and the network thing is huge because we, as much, we know everyone that knows someone. But those yeah. knowing someone's, they don't care. Like, that's true. unless you can do that's something true. for them, there's right. no, there's not even an ounce of energy put into it because right. why, why would I? Yeah. What can you do for me? I've, I've told, I've told this idea to, I don't, I can't count how many people of potential influence or, uh, as even a, as a opening a little door and every one of them had said, Oh, that's a, that's a crazy idea. But the other thing too, is you got to be careful because you, more you talk about the idea, Someone will take the more it. likely it'll be stolen from you. Right. And I've had fellow producers of this project that have, have a, genius ideas ripped out of their hands and taken from them. Scary. It is. So my, my thought is, 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 and it actually happened naturally and unfortunately had to happen in a place we both don't like, but, um, with our work history, we, we met some, I met some of the most talented and creative and skilled people like I've ever met. And they're all coming from a, like a, a one, one location. Right. And so building that relationship with those people was it was a, it was a common goal. Like, hey, you got oh, that's cool. You you can do that, and oh, okay, let's do let's see what we can do together. And right, it's a, it's yeah. it's this story and this project and this film is nothing more than a collaborative effort. Well, and and I will say one thing about L.A. compared to other cities that I've experienced is L.A. The mentality of a lot of the people, uh, people don't follow through. No, and it's very hard to hold people accountable because they just. I've gotten don't. more praise on on. People saying, hey, man, you're doing it, huh? Right. Yeah. Not that, oh, what are you doing? Oh, that's cool. It's, oh, you're actually doing something weird. Yeah. Like, you, you, people do that? <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. How, how does that work? Does it, you just not stop and just give up? Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. Well, and, and like you said, this project has been uh, kind of uh, evolutionizing. Is that, is that the right word? You know, the Evol evolution of this movie has started is, a long time ago. Yes. It's, it's evolved. It's say. evolved. There you go. <laughs> Found it. Thank you. I got you. Um, so now it's come to a point where you need to involve the people world. who are interested, you know, <laughs> yeah, people we, who want to, to challenge the status quo, people who want to help people who are from small towns come up with their own projects sure. and create something that can impact uh, the film business. One, I think. one reason we wanted to go the route that we're going in is we wanted to do crowdfunding in um, a capacity that uh, allows for us to make the project. Right. But not only that, but... We, the studios and stuff and the, the, the old formula is it's I feel like it's kind of dead yeah um, and it's like our political system the, it's, <laughs> it's the well, crowdfunding to it it allows that the, the voter right. aka the fan or right. the, yeah. the people of any any sort of like interest to have a say right and I have a bit of it I can't even imagine yeah. myself you know going back 10 15 years being able to go onto a website 
and giving 25 bucks and being a part of a major film. Right. That's, I mean, that's crazy. But now it's not that, that's, right. it's, it's a lot of people are doing doable. it and it's there's really been a lot easy. of success crowdfunding. Um, I know, and I said this before, but, um, you know, I try to do my own crowdfunding sure. for this. Sure. Um, on Kickstarter and it didn't go over very well. A lot of people were interested, yeah. uh, but my budget was too high for the people I was asking. And, yeah. and a lot of people are, um, shy about sometimes giving if they sure. don't really have that clear, precise, what are they actually getting out of it? As yeah, you know, very, a lot of people in Hollywood have. Yeah. That's well, um, the nice thing about this is there's, it's, it's 100% clarity with, yeah. with us is in the, uh, most crowdfunding. It's here's what will happen if you donate this amount. Right. And that donation is, and I don't even like to call it a donation because a, a donation is like a charity. Right. This is not a charity. Yeah. This is a collaboration. So you are partnering with us to make something that we couldn't do without you. Right. So we're allowing you to be a part of it and also get rewarded for donating. So, I mean, in every one of these campaigns, there's a, there's perks for don per donation level. And you have some really good perks. I have some fun ones, and um, I don't want to go into them now because right. the, we haven't launched quite yet. But we want to everyone to actually take a look at those because the way they're designed is the more you donate, the more fun you get to have. Right. And the more involved you are. Right. So there are. Some and cool once you involved. donate, you can even come back and donate more. And there's no stopping right? you. Yeah. <laughs> we will not stop. Well, we you. will turn down. A we will not support. stop you from collaborating with us. Right. Yes. yes. So we are we are looking to do um, a lot on that front, and we're trying to do things. And like this is my thing, and this is kind of thing. Actually, my fellow producers may find this a little bit frustrating with me. Is I hate cliches. Yeah. I hate doing something that someone's already done. Right. But in the film world, it's hard to be new. Yeah. Um, we think we found some new ways to do things, and we you think definitely have. I, I I will attest to that, and I haven't even seen. <laughs> I have your vote. Yeah, you know, no, you have my support. Yeah, so we 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 want to do things new, but there are some formulas you have to follow right. for it to be you know a movie and right. to be a project and to be crowdfunded. So and professional and professional, and then so we're not doing this in a half-assed manner. We're not doing this. We're I've literally been working on this for. Um, almost solidly for two years. And how many people do you have, uh, you know, actors, crew, sure. producers, people who are going to be behind the camera or holding the camera? Yeah. Um, how many people are involved in this project? The, there is a producing staff of uh, five of us, and there is a cast of five of us. Um, and one of them is a crossover. So right. yeah. <laughs> one of them is a producer and an actor, yeah. um, which is great because he's... he's an, they're all amazing. I can't. Yeah. I cannot complain an ounce. Yeah. At my team, I have not the most. Not only the most supportive, um, but the most enthusiastic and brilliant people I've I've had the pleasure of working with. So now, is this a union or a non-union? This or? will be fully union. We yeah. are. We're doing above the board. It will be basically um, what's qualified as a ultra low budget right. uh, for the union. So cool. We are. And this is not my realm either because I'm not an actor. Right. But um, it is something that we we don't and we will not do something if people are not paid. Right. So that's a big that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you look at these films that are even like well, even and the reason people films. do come to Hollywood to make things is to get paid. You know. And it, there's this false false ideal that you have to do stuff for free for a long to time it. to make a dime doing what this, the guy next to you does right. just because he knows a guy. Right. So for us, it's, we don't play that game. We won't play that game. And, um, I mean, we may not have, you know, and not everyone's going to get a trailer right. and they're not going to have their, <laughs> you know, but we, we're, we're being smart about it too. We, we have some locations for lodging and stuff. We're actually going to probably rent out an actual camp, like a oh, summer nice. camp. Awesome. And so scary, scary come or summer camp. Yeah. Um, that's a whole bad <laughs> horror movie by itself. Yeah. Um, but trust me, I'd be, watch it. No, the behind the scenes footage will be scary. Trust me. Ooh, yeah. Um, with my cast, they're a bunch of perverts. Um, so it's, it's going to be funny. Um, which I think we're going to be able to, you know, the, the behind the scenes stuff I'm really excited about because it's, these people are all like all my friends in my real, my real life. Mm -hmm. And they just so happen to be crazy talented too. So, when we go out and shoot this thing, it's going to be basically it's, it's my days of me and my friends hanging out and doing something. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's business first, but it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of pleasure right. and fun in it too. So, um, and, and to once this film is made for the people that, that are supporting and contributing, um, 
how long will they have to wait to see the final result? What is yeah, your Yeah, I mean, well, here's our thing too is, is and why, one of the reasons we wanted to do this through crowdfunding is A, it involves people from the beginning. And what's cooler than following a movie and being part of a movie since its inception? Right. Or as close to it as you can get. Yeah. Um, and seeing it grow. I mean, it's like raising a child. Like, I, I've said it over and over again, like, I don't have kids, but I have this movie, and it's it's as much, if not more. So it's effort. not like they're going to be donating, and then they're not. They're oh, not, they're bye, see you later. Exactly. The whole time. They're going yeah. to get updates. Update and... videos. There's um, we're doing giveaways, contests, um, allowing you to see things that no one else will see behind the scenes stuff. Um, we're even giving away like action cameras and stuff as a promotional. So nice. There's there's things that are happening that are going to allow for um, audience members to really really be involved. So your um campaign for yeah. the crowdfunding is going to be on Indiegogo. Yep. And um, just to let everybody know what that site is, go ahead. Yeah. And um, so it. there's there's a multitude now of these crowdfunding sites. Um, there's They even get really specific now. There's ones for like specific kinds of funding. Um, but there's a, a few major ones. The top three are Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and GoFundMe. Right. Those are the three that have kind of made their made their notch in the world, and, and it's kind of held to that standard. Um, Kickstarter is the most popular, which I think is kind of a tragedy. Yeah. Because Kickstarter is a bit of a beast to run, and it's also you have to meet your goal. Yeah. To get the money. Yeah. So that means if I donate five dollars to your project because I think it's a pretty cool idea, and then you you accidentally set your goal too high or you didn't have the correct marketing in place or multitude of other reasons, you get zero dollars. So, right. and I can tell you, the amount of money and time that goes into making a, camp, a campaign and is not get astronomical. Yeah. I have personally spent out of pocket, I can't tell you how much. Um, <laughs> in the thousands. But not only that, it's time. Yeah. Like This campaign itself, it is, yeah. I've made a whole movie, essentially in this campaign. So if I could do a documentary about the campaign, I could yeah. because there's it'd be just another some, movie. It'd be yeah, another movie. Totally. And there are actually some movies coming there's out. Actually, the yeah, crowdfunding movie that's like, coming out yeah. um, is, 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 it's an interesting topic. It's, it's huge. And it's, it's a lot of effort. So, I mean, you look at one uh, campaign page. It, the one that I built mm -hmm. took me almost three months. Wow. To just really dial yeah. it in, and that's the thing that blows me that, that blows my mind in general about movies, because um, I've been on you know several sets and I've you know I've seen what goes on and it it boggles my mind how many people are actually involved in the process and how long it actually takes to shoot you know in two sentences of dialogue yep. and it's just a huge huge undertaking and process for anyone to be involved the math, in the math but is it's astronomical. also magical yeah and it's it's amazing to see people come together and that's why i do like the crowdfunding aspect of making film mm -hmm. or uh music there's several artists Absolutely. who will build albums and use fans to you're, create you're, those things you're taking all the money it's and putting it in the personal. right place yeah Instead of, it's like, you know, it's, it's like not going to these big studio executives. Exactly. It's the, like the best example I have is when you go see your band that you love at the, at the, the concert yeah. and then you go home and download their music from iTunes, they're not getting any of that money. Yeah. Why would you give to the middleman who's taking advantage of the artist? Buy their CD at, at the concert. At the concert. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Buy t-shirts. Buy that's, that's the yeah. gas money to get into the next place to, so that their yeah. fans in that it's town it's expensive to do that. People really don't understand. There's, Artists, people in the creative industry, they don't make as much money as you think except for that 1% of actors mm -hmm. and the 1% of you know producers and directors. They yep. make a lot of money, but for the most part, the ordinary people that bring you great content yeah. are, really don't make that kind of money it's a, so, it's a, it's and a, they it's, have to it, look for that next job right after they're done otherwise they about, can't survive talk about politics there's that's a whole other you know yeah. that's a documentary in itself um, um, but no so we want to not only like there's there's a lot of good reasons to do the way that the the way we're doing this there's a lot of reasons to do it right. one of them is the audience can be a part of it and we want them to be because name one other genre of film that has the fan base of horror there isn't. They accept the worst movies and love them. <laughs> it's true. Because yeah. they, 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 they feel it. They right feel now, the energy of it. With my roommate, we've been on Netflix and we've been watching um, the... Uh, it's, I don't think it's anthology. It's 
Uh, well, yeah, I guess anthologies can be. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what is it? Oh, man, what's the movie? Horror movie? Um, Penhead. Uh, oh, um, uh, um, okay, now you're getting It's contagious now. I know. Uh, this is terrible because we're on the third one. There's like nine of them. Sure, sure. Um, um, Eraserhead? No. Anyway, that's, that's, it's terrible. Yeah. I cannot think about what this movie Hellraiser. is. Hellraiser. Hellraiser, thank there you. you. Oh my gosh, we could get through the podcast without forgetting that. That's one of my, so that's one of my perks on my Indiegogo will be titled Hellraiser. <laughs> but, you know, we're watching all those, and some of them are just terrible. Awful. And then but some of the effects in some of them are really great. And it's just like this mix of, you know, but regardless of the material or how good it is, you still want to watch it. Yep. You know, and so horror films... Fans of horror films always... They're the most forgiving. They will always go to the theaters to yep. see it, you know, regardless of how bad it is or what reviews are. But I'm telling you, this film is unlike anything we're going to see. I, I mean, I've we're hoping seen, so, I think, yes. Yeah, I, think I really it's... believe that. I mean, just the 360 capability alone, not yeah. a lot, you know, forget the infrared, which is going to be a part of it too, but just that 360 view, that's mind-boggling. That's yep. something that horror films don't have, really. Yep. So, so and, and I feel it speaks to that environment the most because what's the one thing you want to do in a horror movie when the guy's chasing you? You want to run too. You want to turn around and run. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's, it's going to be a cool aspect and there's a lot of kinks to work out and which is, you know, it's the filmmaking business, especially yeah. when you're trying to be original. Well, I hope someone is filming uh, kind of behind the scenes when you get started we plan because it would be quite interesting to hear some of, you know, after the success sure. to then go back and See hear the struggle. How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so... Anyway, so the Indiegogo campaign is going to launch in October... October 7th is our tentative date. So actually, it's not tentative anymore. It's actually a go. Um, We're actually going to be doing a kickoff party um, here in L.A. in the Arch District in a place called Villain's Tavern. Mm -hmm. And this place is crazy. It's it's really cool. Um, And they've been very, very gracious. What a perfect time to do it, though. October, you know, month of monsters. Exactly. So we're... (laughs) Yeah, that was, you know, on purpose. But at the same time, it timed well. Right. Um... So yeah, we're looking to get as many people to show up to that, and we have giveaways and contests and stuff at the actual. Uh, uh, and do they have to RSVP party. for that? Nope. Or they just, a, they just they show, show up. up. Um, and is there a cost? I mean, no, there's no cover. Are... It's these guys are great. They're willing to hey, and there's gonna be like food and drinks menus, special menus for us. Um, we'll be playing some movies inside the. Uh, the... And they can find more information mm-hmm. about this. On your Facebook page, the Facebook page is uh, facebook.com backslash force for the trees movie. Um, and there's also our Instagram and Twitter. The Twitter is actually one of my favorite. Like, as you're creating these social campaigns and stuff and these, these different things, you have to try to be original within that. Yeah. And I take every opportunity to be original. So, <laughs> that's good. Our Twitter handle is the number four, est, four, number four, the trees. So, it's four S for the trees. So it's, it's, you know, that's funny. You gotta be, you gotta be original. So yeah. little stuff like that. And I, I will post all these links on my website sure. and of course on Facebook and stuff. So people, if they forgot to write this down as they're listening in their car or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, um, oh, we so, just actually just launched our, our concept teaser. So it's not a full oh, trailer, but it's okay. a concept teaser to give you a little bit of a taste of what the movie will feel like. Oh, excellent. And I will post that as well. I actually think I, I watched a little bit of it or watched the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple of things I watched. Um, so, October 7th is the launch of the campaign, yeah. and when that happens, days. you will be able to go online to the Indiegogo campaign, yep. and you can also go to forestforthetrees.com. Movie.com. Octo- yeah. Movie.com. Yep. Forestforthetreesmovie.com. Yep. On October 7th, mm-hmm. and uh, Have get access all, the to all the information that you need, yeah. and you can uh, support and contribute there, Yes. and then you'll be updated from the, you know, from the start as soon as you uh, contribute. And that, so the campaign only lasts 30 days. 30 so days. So November 7th, it'll be over. Yep, kind um, of. Because what's cool about Indiegogo, and this is one of the reasons we went with them, is, is they will have what's called in-demand. So if, if it's a popular project or you have the ability, you can actually donate once the, the campaign is over. Okay. So what's cool with that is we actually have extras. So let's say you donate, we meet our goal, and then you donate a certain oh, amount nice. afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. that will unlock a new perk or unlock a new thing, let's say a new scene in the film. I like that, yeah. So that's a cool thing too. So we want to encourage people to not just donate and then, oh, cool, it's happening, is share, 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 right. share. 
the way these things are successful is because people share them, right. not because everyone donates. Yeah. So, I mean, donate. Do you hear that, everybody? And this is important for my podcast, too. Yeah. You guys need to share this podcast with other people. I, share the link. Share the web page. It's, it's a weird so thing. so important to share. I've, I've through, <laughs> Sharing is caring. Yeah, through learning, because like this, this is not something I, I intentionally got into. This is, yeah. this is an avenue for this to be a reality. Well, and the world is so different now because Absolutely. of technology. So what I find very interesting is people like the hell out of stuff. They'll click like a thousand one times, but, they but won't no share. one will share. Unless it's either funny Scary, yeah, um, scary. or something political that they want to change people's yeah. minds toward. Yep. You know? So, I mean, I, I encourage people to literally it's one c- couple buttons to the left or right or depending on where you are, yeah. and just share it because it's it's liking is one thing, but yeah. sharing, like you said, it is caring. Yeah. It's literally I care about this enough. Well, and here's the thing: is we took the time out of our lives to create this content sure. that you're listening to and the future content that you'll see from yeah. the movie, but in order to really get it out there, you have to share. Yeah. So just, just click share. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy. Um, so everything sounds really, really cool. And maybe, you know, halfway through the Indiegogo campaign or towards the end of it, we can have you come back yeah, on and yeah, give us an update great. about what's going on. Love and to. then we can bring your other guy in. Yeah. Um, so before we go, um, I, I always do this with my guests. It's kind of like the first 10 thoughts that come to your mind. I'm going to say a word and you sure. can just... Um, let me know what comes to your head. Do you have a sensor button ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it can be a paragraph. It can be just a word. It sure. can be a memory that comes to you. Um, and I actually have more than 10 today. We'll see if uh, you're good enough for it. So, I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> so the first word is independent. Me. Me too. Yeah. Okay, Netflix. Uh, too much. Too much, yeah. It's too much Netflix. Do you, do you have a Netflix account? I have... I have one, yes. And it's I do like, too, but I don't, I'm not on it as much as I think I sh- would I'm want on to it, be on it. I'm on, well, I have a roommate too that we share. The, so yeah. the funny thing is that she'll, she'll watch something and I'll have it in like recommended for you. It's like some romantic comedy. I'm like, yeah, great. But, but that's so funny because my roommates, because it's my accounts on my TV. So when they go to log in, they see yeah. all my recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I swear every single one of them is like, Bloodbath or sure. horror movies or like all these crazy movies, soon to be yours. Yeah, but, so you know. they, they question your sanity, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Hollywood. That's, again, too much. <laughs> <laughs> and too little. Yeah. Um, I love, I love, well, let me say this. I love living in California. Yeah. I love, I'm from a small town like in the Minnesota. Trees and the... You have nine months of winter and, you know, frostbite is a daily concern. Yeah. Now sunburn is a daily concern. I'd rather have the latter. Yeah. True. Um, the word beginning. Middle and end. Well, that brings me to the word death. (laughs) Um, interesting. Death's interesting. Why is it interesting? I think it's interesting because, well, this is another, this this can be a longer conversation. Yeah. But, um, my dad's actually in the, in the death business. He's a, he's, he's his own company now, but he works in the, he's a mortuary science. I I have a friend that did that. He's, uh, he has now got his own company, but he basically... Like, in the last few years I've gone home, I've actually seen a dead body almost every single time I've gone oh home. Oh, my gosh. And it's, it's kind of normal. So death for me is, like... Death is normal. Death is not... <laughs> it's, it's not normal, but it's not, like, anything I'm, I have any longing to, like, fear. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's something that I'm like, ah, oh, well, it happens. It's part of life. Yeah. So. And I think that death affects people in a very, very unique way, and I'm very interested in that. Yeah. I'm very interested into the, the reception of death. And now you're having a horror movie, which I'm assuming there might be a few deaths. There could be one or two. Yeah. Potentially. Who knows? Who knows? I can't, be, you know. It'd be crazy to see everyone die. Or, I mean, <laughs> what would be crazy if you wouldn't see a horror movie and no one died? That'd be yeah, I don't, know, be, I don't yeah. know how horrific that would be. But, um, but yeah, so it, that, that's the funny thing is the only time you care about a death is if you care about the person. Yeah. It's true. If you don't care about the person, you don't care about their death. Yeah, it's kind of a funny thing, and it's, it's you know, we are the only ones that have this, this you know, totem pole for death that yeah. we kind of hoist it up on the pedestal. But you know, I find I find I find death interesting as well. You know, you know, there's that clip on uh, YouTube that goes around all the time. I feel like people repost this years sure. after it happened. But there's this dog that visits the gravesite yeah. of I guess their owner I don't know if it's staged or not but sure. this dog is really believable like pouting and crying for his owner yeah. that is dead and 
So it's just interesting, you know, whether we really feel it we, or whether we don't. I we, don't know. I feel like we have this, this mortality is very inane. It's very built into our DNA because yeah. it's a survival thing. It's, yeah. it's like if we have, to, we have to fear death so that we don't walk into it. So, that's a good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I got a lot of those. Like, yeah. I got a whole. I, wh- where's list. Oprah? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Trump. Uh, horror. Movie. Too much. No. <laughs> uh, horror movie is my response oh, to that. Guys, that'd be great if he could be in. You know, once this is all done and he doesn't get elected, to be in the movie uh, Scary Movie Ten or whatever. All he needs are, is more attention. Those are the only scary movies that don't really watch. Are the ones that. Have, Spoof. Spoof, yeah. Because I want to be scared, and, and that's just too cheesy, even though a lot of them that they're spoofing I, are cheesy. Here's, uh, let me ask you a question. So this is something that I'm, I'm a big fan of Joss Whedon, director Joss Whedon, writer and producer Joss Whedon. He has one of my favorite horror movies, which is Cabin in the Woods, because it's not the same. It's, it's not cliche. Yeah. It's, it's taking an idea and spinning it on its head, and I yeah. love that. Yeah, no, yeah. So good. I just love that. I love that taking the, like, like we said before, the status quo and, and disassembling it and putting it back together in a new way. Yeah. I just think that's, you know, we that's need more genius. Of it. We need more of it. Okay. The word weird. Me. Okay. You have to be a little You're weird You're independent in and weird. <laughs> on the nose with that one. Um, noise. Okay, we're right outside. Right Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. Right. Uh, freedom. Thankfully, we have it. Um, I think it's underutilized, and I think independent film is one of the best forms of freedom. Yeah, and that's why I really support people who do create their own things. Yeah, and want people to, you know, contribute and support those ideas to make them come true. Because in a way, that's um, more free. Yeah freedom than anyone could ever possibly use is to make it's something and create now. something it's and then easy. share it with everybody. It's easy now. It's not easy to make new and interesting things. It's people that are intelligent enough to see the possibility of that, yeah. putting the effort and the time in, and then having people respond positively. Yeah. Um, I think it's easier now than ever to uh, find stuff you can care about and supporting it. Um, okay, so last two. Wes Craven. He's, he, he, let's talk about weird and independent. Uh, I mean, that guy is... Could you be is, a future Wes Craven? I don't see, for me, is I don't, I don't see myself forever in horror. Yeah. I think this is um, a giant stepping stone. Are you more, instead of sticking to a genre, but more you want to be a director? And I'm assuming you still want to continue to write, or is it more directing writing is actually, and producing uh, that you're interested writing in? Writing, for me, is actually not my strong suit. Okay. Um, Writing for me is a vehicle to get my ideas out of my head. Yeah. Um, and I do the fun I'm, technical stuff afterwards. Exactly. So my producer will tell you, I, my spelling and, and, and grammatical errors are too far gone for me to pursue a writing career. But um, I do love taking ideas and, and flushing them out. And writing is just like, no one's going to walk up to you and say, hey, can I write whatever you're thinking? Right. You have to, it's going to come out of your head one way or the other. And I'm a very visual person. So my script, the rudimentary one that we've decided to work with, um, is basically stitching the pictures together with dialogue. Yeah. (laughs) So, oh, the character's got to be over here. Let's have a conversation about how they get over there. (laughs) So, but uh, as it is now, the the script's being, actually, we're we're redeveloping it again. Um, It's a constant thing. It never stops. I feel Um, like that, that, always happens yep. and you know uh, it's just the, the given the thing that people need to understand too is this is you know you don't decide to do a movie and then everything you plan is going to happen the way you plan it yeah especially when you start filming. it is completely the opposite yeah. everything you don't plan for will happen yeah so plan for everything that you can plan which for. which is kind of scary which it, it's scary it also takes a lot of time and effort and yeah. and then also the trust that you have in the people working around you true okay last one the pope since he's <laughs> kind of been in the news all last week i uh, the Pope's a funny guy. I love I love what he's done for the sake of opening eyes and allowing for it's it's funny. He's, one dude, he's one dude's conversation. Op- that's yeah, for sure. One dude's opinion changes about things that we've been talking about for who knows how long. Right. And now it becomes oh well, the Pope said it. Right. Um. I it's know. it's kind of funny that we look we look towards people with this idealistic and and and, and it's 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 an interesting thing to take in I think for us is I mean that stuff's kind of on the, on the outskirts of my reality right yeah um, 
a lot of this stuff is if it's not, you know, especially lately, if it's not a movie or my day job, I just don't have any well, time and for and it. And, <laughs> you know well, I mean? and in reality, um, you know, he was in the United States for a week mm-hmm. and it's pretty much on the outskirts of everyone's reality unless sure. it's on the news for that week and now it's on to something else. You know what I mean? Anyway, it so. is, and then we're and that's the thing too is this is the hard part about this 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 world we're in and Hollywood and all of it is the attention span, attention span. is zero. It's it's impossible to keep anyone's attention for a long period of time, and that's where that's one of the struggles that we've had with this project is getting it built. Yeah, and that is a good note to leave now because we have ten seconds before we've been on air for one hour. Yeah, and I hope everyone had the attention span to listen. If not, you can pause and come back and listen to the rest. That's the great thing about movies, music, or podcasts. That's the internet for you too. So yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Yes. Please go to Forest for the Trees Movie. Dot com. Also visit him on Facebook, and again, we'll post all that information yeah, the website on my will website be as well. Potentially, we're working on it right now, so the website will probably be up here in a couple of days, and so. it'll look hopefully real good. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming in. I think appreciate very much, it, sir. and I can't wait to see the progress of the film. And we'll definitely have you back and absolutely um, your main actor. So. Yeah, we'll bring in old Vincent Flood. That sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, and see. You.